Hi again, it's Hannibal, and this is Across the Table, and it has been a number of days since my Texas adventure and other things have happened, and I have simply been so focused on what I was trying to accomplish that I have not given you an update. Here it is uh, in installments. I won't give you all big one lump sum about things because uh, things are still frazzled. Um, the short version to, to catch you immediately up is that I did make it safely to Los Angeles. I am moved into my new house with my new roommates, Lily, Eddie, and Rob. Um, I am still adjusting to not living alone, but it is a great thing. Um, a great, great thing. I cannot stress that enough. So I did get out of Texas, and I did get out of the random Walmart parking lot. I want to go on record as saying that New Mexico has is now one of my favorite states for their hospitality and for the beauty of their landscape. I mean, I love North Carolina, and I love the mountains, and I love the ocean. Well, I love the beach. I'll get into that in a second. And I certainly love the green of my hometown, but New Mexico... He showed me red in a whole different new sense, and I loved it. I loved the drive through New Mexico. Arguably, and without question, to me, the, the most glorious state that I drove through on this entire journey, and I discovered many new things about myself, and I discovered uh, some new ideas for uh, creativity and performance moving forward from here. But well done, New Mexico. Even your rest stops were, uh, were incredible. Um... <laughs> almost rolled the truck over going into a rest stop in uh, in New Mexico. I, I um, was very tired. It was at the end of the day, following the day, um, in the Walmart parking lot, or, or getting late into the day, rather. And uh, I took the turn just a bit too fast, and it caught a wind gust at the same time. And it probably wasn't as bad as it felt to me, but it, it felt to me like... Uh, you're going to roll over. <laughs> I didn't, um, and, uh, and everything was well. Got through New Mexico without any incident, breezed through. I could have spent much more time there, um, and, and I will someday, because beautiful, beautiful vistas. And, uh, and great people, everybody I ran into there, everyone, everyone I interacted with was just as nice as they could possibly be. So... Got through New Mexico, went through Arizona. Arizona was also gorgeous in a different way. Um, in all the photographs I've seen of the desert and driving through the desert with uh, in Arizona, uh, it's been a very, let's call it a beige state, like a desert, you know. But it's it's a much more green, subtly green, um, than I've ever seen represented. The grasslands and the and the bushes and the, the the few trees that I saw, very light green, very subtle green, but it was there and uh, and it was really really beautiful. Uh, the terrifying part about Arizona was uh, going through the mountains. Uh, late uh, late afternoon, coming down the mountains on a six percent grade over four to five miles at a pop, and the the wind just gusting against my box truck and cars flying by me, like it's no thing to them, you know. And I'm wrestling with this truck. I came out, you know, with a great workout. But uh, 
absolutely one of the most scary times I've had driving a vehicle. But got through it, arrived in, um, oh, what was the name of the place? It's just outside of uh, Phoenix, Apache Junction. Uh, quaint little comfortable Motel 6 on the outskirts of Apache Junction. Uh, arrived... You know, and I lost track of days. I'm going to go ahead and tell you. It had to be Sunday that I arrived there. Am I thinking correctly? Yeah, it had to be. Sunday evening arrived. Um, I had been in touch with some friends uh, from the Arizona Renaissance Festival. And a group of us met up for dinner and relaxed and had a good time. And, and I unwound from the, the, the stresses of the road. And... Um, you know, just hung out with some friends. The following day, on Monday, I visited just to take a day off from driving because at that point, really needed it badly. Went to see, uh, visit everyone in the in the Renaissance Festival. Uh, saw some new acts. I saw some acts that had been, oh, forgive me for this, but uh, had been revamped and, and were lesser for it. Um, last year, I watched, in particular, last year there was a delightful act uh, called The Living Fountain. And it had a beautiful story to it and, and live piano and a, a water dancing statue. And I was mesmerized and it was purely magic. And uh, a friend of mine was the piano player. And we spoke afterwards and I was just, it's one of the most beautiful, I mean, yes, in the Renaissance Festival, but honestly, one of the most beautiful acts I've seen anywhere. It had heart and soul and music and beauty, and it was fabulous. And uh, for whatever reason, the powers that be this year decided they didn't need a piano player and uh, had a different living statue who, forgive me, did not, didn't portray the magic as well as the young lady did last year, who, who... I think the catalyst was the piano. She reacted to the person and the, and the reality of a person playing the piano, and they interacted well. Uh, this year they opted, the, I don't blame the artists, because different artists, but uh, the powers that be decided that living statues should simply move slash dance slash look bored through four Sarah Brightman songs. If I could put forth my own opinion, and this has a lot to do with magic, too, uh, and showmanship to some extent, but the, the beauty of and the magic of The Living Fountain is that it's brief. Uh, the whole storyline built up to this point of her coming alive and, and the fountain dancing with her, and it, was, it lasted, that, that part of it lasted for maybe a minute or two and it was powerful and moving, and, and it was fantastic. But you, you just start the music, and you start the water flowing, and you, and you dance to it for 15 minutes with no context. There's no magic. It just loses its appeal, and people start talking. You know, they were talking all around me about where the hoses were and where the water was coming from, and, and oh, look, the makeup is, is, is not working over here, and, you know. They're not caught up in it anymore. So I was, I was disappointed. I don't mean to pick on any one particular act. It was just one thing that stood out in my mind of, man, you had a great thing and you 
I don't know why you would change it to, to this. It's just me. And it's my opinion, and I'm certain there are people who love it just as it is. And then again, I'm certain there are people who love Sarah Brightman. I don't understand these people. Uh, the Angels have uh, revamped one of their acts, and it is better uh, than it was, in my opinion. Uh, it's, it's more engaging, it's more gripping, it's more um, up-to-date, let me say. Uh, it needs some polish, of course, because it's the first their first season uh, running it, but well done. Um, the uh, the naughty nauticals never fail to, to to make me laugh and and make me forget about my troubles. And the, I saw the the wild men, the mud show. Uh, visited the shops, hung out for a long time with uh, Tony, my friend Seamus the Insulter, and we talked philosophy and life and love and. Uh, <laughs> That, that was absolutely one of the highlights of my trip. So, in long and short, I hung out with friends. I relaxed. I, I saw some old-time 15th, 19th, 16th century. Ah, it's a long day. Uh, art and beauty, and I had a great time. As soon as that was over, I, I jumped on to L.A., made L.A., uh, pulling the truck. Six-hour drive took me just a little over eight because of traffic and because of said truck. Uh, there were people waiting to help me unload. We unloaded the truck in record time. Uh, and my first night in my new digs was uh, quiet and restful and peaceful. If I were to make the observation, and there's more to the story that I will relate at a later time. Oh, I need to tell you about the beach thing. <laughs> Sorry, mind wanders. By the way, do give me feedback about how you like these kinds of recordings versus the polished thing. I should have the studio set back up in the house sometime this week and be able to, to plug the music back in and the credits and all those nice things. This has been kind of fun for me, just being on the fly as far as uh, podcasts go. Um, and there's still a long way to go before we're caught up, but uh, I'm going to end it here with this thought. As a boy, I spent many summers uh, at the beach at my grandparents' house, and I loved the beach. I loved walking down the beach and uh, singing e Eagles songs, don't judge me, uh, with my headphones in, my little cassette deck playing, uh, watching the people on the beach, watching the fishermen on the pier, listening to, uh, listening to them talk and reminisce and tell their stories, and maybe that's what sparked some of this. But driving, and I always thought, you know, people in North Carolina, one of the questions was always, um, you know, do you prefer the mountains or do you prefer the beach? And I'm often torn because I love them both. But reflecting in reflections through New Mexico, um, taking it way basic and taking it real shamanistic and et cetera, and et cetera, if I were to divide the, to divide the elements into four, into earth, wind, fire, and water, I am an earth man. The, uh, the smell of newly turned earth, um, the, the feel of, uh, of working in the dirt uh, has always appealed to me. I've, I've never done it for a living, but uh, I'm grounded, if you will. Um, I always chose the ocean because I thought it was the water that appealed to me. But New Mexico taught me differently. It was the sand. It was the beach. Because the deserts in New Mexico and the mountains, uh, you know, in the midst of them, 
unbelievable, unbelievably amazing. I am I'm totally on the earth side. So my love of the beach is simply the sand and the and the 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 landscapes of the beach. Not so much the ocean. I never really swam very much. I never got out into the water. It's very calming sometimes, but yeah, so there. <laughs> uh, it may mean nothing to you at all, but it seemed at the time to be a startling revelation. Um, the nurturing, the, the, the miracle that is, uh, you know, things growing in the earth and, and, and that, that feel. So there. So, uh, new, new house, new enthusiastic, fantastic roommates, new art to be made. Uh, just as an FYI, I'm currently sitting, I had a show tonight, uh, I'm currently sitting in the Ritz-Carlton on the 20th floor in uh, Philadelphia, and I can see the city through the the window behind me, and it's glorious and gorgeous, and uh, I'm a very, very lucky man. I did six days on the road of, of grueling grind, and I learned a bit about myself, and I learned a bit about patience, and I learned a bit about love, which... Can't we all just use that, right? Uh, more to come, more things to say, more stories to tell. Uh, tomorrow night, which is going to be... I didn't even tell you the date today. Um, it is past midnight, so it is already Sunday. And that makes it the... 20-something? I don't know. 26th, 27th? I don't have the calendar in front of me. I apologize. It is that Sunday. It is the last Sunday of February, whatever the date is. Um, and uh, anyway, today, Sunday, later today, I'm going to be going into New York City with my friend Robert Judd. And we are going to go meet my other friend, Andy Still, who's uh, been a very good friend for a long time. And we're going to attend Derek Delgadio's In and of Itself in New York City, uh, a play of magic, which I saw once in L.A., over a year ago, had to be over a year ago, um, and was just uh, just fascinated and, and delighted by the complexity and the beauty of this thing he's created. So now that it's had time to, to travel and it's had time to season, I can't wait to view it again. Support art. Support your local art. Support the art in yourself. You are a gloriously created creature. And yes, there's pain, and yes, there's suffering, and yes, it does seem like for some of us, for some of you, that it's never going to get any better. And you know what? Maybe it won't. But you are you, and you do have a certain strength, and you are affecting people around you. And in positive ways, you are loved. If you're listening to me, know that I love you, and I care about you, and I respect you. And I am grateful for you to listen to these words that come through out of nowhere from my scrambled, riddled-up mind. I do card tricks. And I visit places, and people seem to get enjoyment out of the words that I say. Thanks for listening. That's really all I wanted to say. I, uh, I do love, and I do care, and we are all creatures of love, and there are better times ahead. Love will always overcome fear. It may not seem like it in the short term, and it may seem like fear is winning, but never give up and never lose your persistence and even if you find yourself sliding back that's okay keep moving forward do the best you possibly can and love as hard as you can
that's what I'm going to do. And I really sincerely hope that there's love where you are.